Oh my God. Stalin brought in schools that teach Russian. One, two, three. Oh wait, no, that's not the that's not the theme. Uh, you could play that. That's fine. Is it, will we not get sued by these? Whoever would. I'm sue pretty us? sure no one's going to enforce it. <laughs> I guess you're right. What are they going to do? It's the Soviet. It's the official march. It's a, they're like, whoa, thank you, thank you for being part of our communist tribe, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome. This is episode number 79. They're, they're adding up now, Gene. Yeah, it's like in dog years, we'd be dead. We'd be dead by now, which would, you know, put us out of our misery. Mm-hmm. I'm Darren O'Neill. He's Gene Nivder. And uh, how are you today, Darren? I am doing well. I've already been up on the bike. Nice. Get, getting the day going. I mean, yeah, you got to. It's the only way to get everything that you need to get in. in. Mm, very good. I know. We had ants. I mean, I feel like John C. Dvorak. Ants. I know. They suck. You know, I have ants and I've learned to just live with them. You're just like, I don't even want to, I don't want to fight. Well, here's the thing here in Texas, we have the fire ants. Yeah. Those are no good. And uh, when those little critters bite you, You uh, it feels like you stepped on the nail. Yeah. Yeah. Or pin. Um, Nasty, not fun. So I, I, I have a bunch of fire ant killer. And then we have the normal size, uh, non fire version ants. They've been around and I've eradicated those every time that those have exploded. But then you have these little bitty ants. They're about a third the size of a normal ant. Yeah, that's what these are. They, they look like, a, if you don't really pay attention, it's like a grain mm-hmm. of pepper almost. Uh huh. And, uh, you know, I just thought they were kind of cute. So I left those scooters alone, haven't been trying to kill them. And uh, I think they're living in my bathroom now. Well, that's and somebody should be because I, I see them walking around every morning. Uh, I think they're coming down to the. Um, uh, they the like water to get a yeah. drink. Right. Yeah. Especially in Texas. Water is probably important. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a thing. Um, but I don't know. I just I they're not really bothering me. I don't know. It all depends where they are. Well, plus it's, it's food for the pet spiders. Well, that's true. Then everything, it's an ecosystem. It all mm-hmm. kind of works. I, I would prefer that the, uh, the, the black widows eat the ants rather than me. Right. You don't want those to get into no. you. That was, uh, I did have a spider bite a few days ago. Not fun. And our buddy, John Fletcher, who does that hog story show that you were on once. Yes. He had fire ants one time in Texas there where, mm-hmm. uh, they were in his underwear drawer and he didn't notice. Oh yeah. Well, I got one that's about as bad, if not worse. Um, first time that I ever encountered those things. Uh, I just moved here to this house probably a month. So this happened about a month after I moved here and, uh, it was evening. I was going to go sleep. Didn't bother turning the bedroom lights on, <laughs> pulled back the sheets, laid down, oh. and literally a few seconds later, there was a string of explosions across my back. And I was like, 
oh shit what the hell was that felt like there's electricity running through my bed or something jumped up flicked the lights on looked at my bed and saw a trail of ants going from diagonally across the bed from my head to my feet (laughs) and i was like what the hell what are these things i mean i i theoretically knew about fire ants i'd never experienced them firsthand and uh at that point, I was like, uh, how do I kill them? Because there's literally a string of them walking. I think they came in somewhere by the air conditioning, went through the bedroom and out to the kitchen. <laughs> well, yeah, they're small, so they can get in anywhere. Uh-huh. Little bastards. And yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm like this. So I ended up sleeping upstairs and just gave, gave up the first floor of the house for them. <laughs> The ants win. Yeah. Uh, they, but that night, the ants definitely won. And then at like 7 a.m., drove down to Home Depot, sat in the car until they opened. Got all the poison you bought. Could. Bought about uh, $150 worth of ant poison. <laughs> like, no. Uh, in again. fact, I might still have some from back then. And then drove back and read the instructions and uh, bought a bunch of ant traps, put those down. Uh, and then didn't sleep downstairs for three more days until the poison finally provided a victory. And did you stop uh, leaving a, a uh, extra peanut butter and jelly in your bed just in case you well, get hungry later on? What's wrong with having a little extra PB and J just <laughs> sitting there in the kitchen with, uh, you know, no cover? Yeah, they will come. They will find it. Oh, yeah. They have a good sense of smell, apparently. But what I read and started doing that since that point is in time is... Um, you have to take this fire ant killer and it's, it's a large container. It's probably like a gallon and you have to encircle the house. You have to go around the entire perimeter of the house, dribbling these right. pellets. And apparently what that does is it makes the ants find the pellets and go, Oh, but we, we don't have to go any deeper. Yeah. We found some good stuff. Yeah. We found some yummy, tasty ant treats. We're going to start bringing these back home. Little do they realize they're poisonous. And uh, that's how you keep the fire ants from inside your house. Now, they're still everywhere outside because this is Texas. Right. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, these little itty bitty ones. And the last time they were coming in from the back mm-hmm. of the house into the mm-hmm. kitchen, this mm-hmm. time it seems they made their way from the front door because unfortunately, mm-hmm. we've been moving things from the other, the lower two levels of the house. It's a split level because we're mm-hmm. getting the new carpet put in because we flooded. And so there was a bunch of boxes in the kitchen. So once there was all of a sudden there's tons of ants. We had to move the boxes all out of the Mm -hmm. kitchen, steam clean the hell out of everything. Got one of those little Bissell steam cleaner things Mm -hmm. and then put the ant traps in the back by the kitchen and then put one by the front door. And sure enough, now there's uh, the only one that has been uh, hit was the one by the front door. And there's a bunch of dead Mm -hmm. little ants and nothing moving. So I'm guessing they brought that back to their hive and have now. uh, Mm-hmm. have now perished due to their greed <laughs> you're right that's a you put the little ant food right there yeah. and they're like oh this is good we don't need to go further into the house we yeah. found what we were looking for yeah pretty much pretty much and then uh the outside the way that i'm controlling my ant population is with wasps <laughs> but how do the wasps deal with you is the question oh they have no problems with me the uh they they figured out that I'm actually a pro wasp kind of person. You're their guy. 
I'm their guy because all the all the neighbors keep hiring these, you know, pest services to oh, yeah. come and spray for wasps. And uh, not me. I put out the newspapers for them to eat so they can build their houses right around my house. Uh, I I believe in the you know I'm I'm kind of green. I'm I'm really very pro Mother Earth. I know? just thought I you weren't getting enough me. nutrition. I thought that was the skin tone. Green was oh well. It's a couple of things that, and I'm part reptile. But other than those things, it's um I just I like uh, solving problems naturally. So the way you solve a lot of the pest problems is by having predators. So I I have spiders. I have wasps. Um, and they both consume other annoying animals. Um, and then, um, I've never, I mean, I, I come think of it. I don't think I've ever been bitten by a boss in my entire life. Is this why when anybody comes to visit your house, they have to dress in like the full beekeeper outfit, just to even get in the front door. No, nah, that's just more of a fetish. You, can, you Well, you keep all of the uh, solicitors away. That's, you know, if you start uh, walking yeah. up your door, you know, your driveway and all of a sudden there's a cloud of wasps, you're like, ah, maybe I'll go well, to the, the next house. The best one now this year, they, they didn't put a nest up there, but uh, a couple of years back, they built a nest right over the front door. It was perfect. Oh my. It was, it kept all the solicitors <laughs> away. They'd come up, they would say, you know, even before they rang the bell, they would glance up and see a, a, a big wasp nest right over their heads and oh. then say you had six jobs is not paying off and then leave and what, why aren't we selling these why aren't we selling wasp? imitation wasp nest wasp with, kits uh-huh <laughs> that make it look and you can put a little speaker in there make it buzz mm-hmm. a little bit people be like nope <laughs> exactly. not gonna go up to that house nope uh-huh uh-huh but you know my house doesn't even need decoration for halloween so is that you're celebrating halloween all year round is that well it might as well be why not? Do you give away the big yeah. candy bars on Halloween? Or are you one of them stingy guys? Oh, no, I'm I'm the, exactly what you want. I'm the self-serve guy. <laughs> Just leave a big bowl out. I front. put a bucket of candy outside and uh, let the kids grab as much sugar as they want. And do you leave the big, we need uh, more hundreds- research into uh, diabetes? So that's the best way to do it is to get more people. Do you leave the hundred pound snake by the candy just to see <laughs> what happens to the smaller children? Please. Uh, uh, no, he's usually sleeping. I mean, he is an incredible sleeper. He just does not like waking up. Uh, if I really wanted to do something on Halloween, I would, I would actually do a snake feeding right in front of the front door. Ooh. Yeah. The but kids might I like might that. have the cops show up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because when a bunch of children, there's show real up, blood involved. <laughs> oh, well, and plus when a bunch of children show up to your door and you're like, Hey kids, you want to see my snake? That's uh-huh. usually not not going to end well no matter what no. you're referring to yeah hold on let me open the van and get it right um, <laughs> it's that van in the driveway with no windows no windows just a panel van uh-huh it's a white panel van a lot of people drive those what are you talking about i'm they do there's a house mm-hmm. by my mom's that has like four of them sitting in front and i'm like four either this is either a bunch of terrorists who are planning uh-huh. something or somebody with a business i'm not really sure which uh there's yeah, no company or a, name or on it's them. a safe house could be mm-hmm. i mean if you really you should at least put a company name on the side just to make it seem like it's a legit thing hmm. would be my guess but what do i know mm-hmm. i don't pay attention well i've got one of those um magnetic stick on logos for the side yeah that works that way i can 
change them around just needed. Well, it's like your business card holder. It somehow fits 12 different mm-hmm. business cards, depending yeah. on which one you need to pull out. That's true. Nobody really knows if any of them are legitimate businesses, even if they all say totally legitimate business they at do the say bottom. That, so it must be true. <laughs> Niftulia Publishing, totally legitimate publisher. So Sinead O'Connor died. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And I did a, a crazy uh, woman. I played a song and even people in the uh in the troll room, they even after people die, they get very they get very mean. And they did not did seem they? to like Sinead for some reason. Well, fucking Catholics would expect. See, I'm Catholic, and I don't mind Sinead O'Connor. I know, but you're not really Catholic. Well, I was for years. I mean, I may not be as yeah. practicing as much. <laughs> and to be fair, I, I, the, the Pope that she tore up the picture of was probably one of the better Popes. That's but exactly I, right. It's I, I Being not a Catholic at all, I will say that um, uh, the current Pope seems to be woke. Uh-huh. So I don't even, like, how did the Catholics allow this? I don't know. I don't know. It is a uh, supposedly speaks for God. So God, God must be woke. I don't I don't know about that. It is the way to take a anything. If you want to take down a big group, the way to do it is from the inside. Mm-hmm. And this would uh, certainly <laughs> appear. Wasn't to there be, already a Satan or something in there? I, I, I can't remember. Uh-huh. But yeah, the but I see I understood the more you, you kind of look into these things. It's like, well, it wasn't that it was just using the Pope as the symbol of the church as the whole. And I respect that. That is being somebody that is an advocate and not everybody that's an advocate is on the right side of things. But if you believe in something, I will applaud you trying to make things better. I will only if I agree with you. Well, I mean, I'll applaud the effort, but I'm not, I don't necessarily not going to necessarily agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to applaud the effort of somebody. I don't agree with you're like, ah, you're an idiot. You believe with me. If you don't believe what I believe, you are not correct. That's exactly right. Because my belief is not focused in belief. It's focused in science. Science. Believe the science. Yes. Now, if Fauci says it's true, must be true. But I mean, she was not a pop singer. She was not uh, everybody's taste. But again, you know, it's kind of. Oh, she was uh, she had videos on MTV. I mean, doesn't mean she's you, not a pop singer. I guess. But that doesn't necessarily mean it was in the pop style. Her no. singing was not for everybody. It's kind of a Yoko Ono-ish yeah. thing. Yeah. For some reason, like, people uh, will have a I very big reaction. Enya was like the safe, uh, the, the safe singer of that time from that region. Who was? Enya. Enya, yes. Oh, well, that's the, the soaring no controversy. Uh huh. Well, I love Sail Away. Irish female singer, soprano. I mean, Mm-hmm. The uh, there have been a few that have gone through the Celtic women group that just have beautiful voices, just pure mm. voices. You don't need any of this vocal. You know why, don't you? Because the Irish can sing. Because it rains all the time. You got to develop those lungs. So you <laughs> right. can belt out things when you're a kid yelling at your parents to I'll be home by six. Very yeah. melodic. Yes, but in a very melodic way. Well, that's the way the Irish talk, you know. I know. Yeah. That was that was one of the greatest things because not all Irish women are super attractive, but the voices, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, okay. See, I was trying to be mm-hmm. nice about this. Mm-hmm. I was trying yeah. to be nice. This is not a country of supermodels, but the accents, oh yeah, that's it's not. The but there works. there's an occasional hot redhead. Oh yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And when you find that Speaking with the crazy. Irish accent, then you're you're all you're all in. Yeah, well, they, the accent's nice. I, you know, one of these years, I need to go back to Ireland. It's been too long since I've visited that country. The Emerald Isle. Yes. You'll have a nice grass-fed steak and a my, Guinness fresh from the fresh from the uh, ovens there. Yeah. All my tickets ought to be gone by now, so I should be able to go back. So, so you're just waiting for the statute of limitations to be well, over that's on that's usually what I do. <laughs> uh-huh. Once your picture is no longer up at the customs uh, that's area. Right. That's right. Or once the beard has changed enough where they won't recognize you. Mm-hmm. Or once you have a new diplomatic passport from another country. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to before. Those are we, getting hard to come by. Yeah. I was listening to McCartney's back in the USSR right before we went live here. Uh, yeah. And I mean, the lyrics are the Ukraine girls really knocked me out. Yeah, they did. They leave the West behind the Moscow girls make me sing and shout. It's almost like mm-hmm. those two areas were part of the same country. Almost. Almost for about 700 years. Yeah. Just pointing that out. Just double the length of this whole time. This place has been a country, but eh, you know, but I don't think Paul McCartney who, who wrote that song. I don't think he wants to give Ukraine back to Russia. I don't know. Yeah, why. Back to the, he doesn't want to give Ukraine back, back to, to the, the USSR. USSR. Right. <laughs> Walk right into that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, I just, I, I, I watched something else. Oh, I know what it was. I saw, I was watching Pierce Morgan, who is a twat, by the way. <laughs> but he's an and, interesting twat. Mm-hmm. And he, he is, I don't know how to describe the guy because he holds some opinions correctly, but probably for the incorrect reasons. And then the rest of his opinions are just plain old incorrect. And he's so damn sure of himself. It's amazing. I mean, kind of like you. Uh, not at all like me because he's a twat and because you're right and uh that too and so he had on um a couple of guys uh on talking about the whole ukraine situation uh he had that kissing dude the ukrainian bought off asshole from the uh what is that british show it's like a it's a political British show and they've got um, like, they kind of started getting popular for some reason. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's uh, you've seen clips from it. I'm, I'm sure. Um, but God, I forget his first name, but something kissing. Uh, no, I don't consume much BBC trigger. Trigonometry is the show. Never heard of it. Never heard of trigonometry. No, but I believe it's, it exists now. It, it's one of like two British shows that have, what we would probably used to have referred to as liberals, but now are referred to as conservatives. Um, meaning they're not really conservative by American standards. They're barely conservative, but, uh, but they're conservative because the left has pushed things so far to the left that almost everyone's a fucking conservative at this point. Well, that is the Overton window concept. That is. Yes. Yeah. And, and then the other guest was Jackson Hinkle. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And uh, Jackson is that 20 something dude that used to live in California and now lives in Florida that just looks like he should be on TV. Like he's got a, uh, an anchor type face, even though he's in his twenties and Jackson is very staunchly pro Putin. And uh, so the, the two of them were on and 
listening to that kissing character just once again reinforced my idea, which I've unfortunately noticed uh, from my own dad that people that left the Soviet Union can't separate, they can't make any mental difference between Russia and the Soviet Union, a communist country. Like to some of these people, and this is specifically the demographic of people that left that country. Um, and like uh, another example of that is uh, uh, Lex Fr- Freeman. You've seen Lex's podcast, right? I've heard the name. I would probably recognize no. him if I saw him. He's probably the second most famous podcaster after Joe Rogan at this point. I don't watch a lot of podcasts or listen to them. I yeah. only have so yeah, much yeah. time to do them. I'm, <laughs> but I'm pumped. Exactly. And uh, so Lex fits in the, that category as well. But these, these people, like, they, they've heard or experienced, first, like my dad obviously experienced, he didn't just hear about it, but basically they have this concept of just how bad the USSR was. Right. And it was. Well, you lived it, there's, so there's I can no, understand that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and to them, no matter what happened afterwards, after they left, it's basically Russia bad. That there's no, there's no victory there to celebrate, to say that, yay, the Russian people got rid of communism. It, you know, they're, they've moved on from a idiotic political system uh, to something that's um, better, which frankly is it's capitalism without the big corporations that we have here. Like we have uh, oligopolies, frankly, they 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 have oligarchs. So um, given the way that things are going right now, I, I'm really wondering whether oligopolies are better. And I don't think they are. But either way, it, it you'd be hard pressed to say that Russia is any less capitalist than the U.S. I think in a lot of ways, it's more capitalist at this point. Well, we talked about that uh, in the last show, at least when it comes to their shopping malls, way more yeah, business well, than we have going on here. Plenty of business. Well, it's a more, uh, it, it's, it's a more business friendly environment. Like their, their tax rate on businesses, uh, last time I checked anyway, was 9%. Is that why all of your businesses are headquartered in Moscow? Just the legitimate ones. Okay. What, mm-hmm. Where are the unlegitimate ones? Better countries? Mm-hmm. Third world? Like There are countries that, that have negative tax rates. Yeah, well, see, that's where I want to be. That's where we need to LLC this company right here, Unrelenting. Is that, is that where we need to do? I think okay. so. Cool. Well, I'll see you in Guyana. Oh, that we, do we actually have to go <laughs> there, or can we just sign some papers? And, uh-huh. It's the way to uh, go. Anyway, so... Like there's this whole batch of them and some of them are really old, which I understand. It's like, okay, old fart, not going to change mind, whatever. But some of them are this, this younger generation that literally came there to the, well, they, that left, let's say as children. And, um, and these same people, both Lex and this Kissing character, they were calling themselves Russians. For their entire lives, like that was part of their whole shtick. 
And in the last year, all of a sudden, they're now calling themselves Ukrainian. Oh, interesting. And it's like, that was like Mila Kunis did the same thing. Oh, did she call herself Ukrainian now? Yeah. And she was always Russian until this came up. And then now, exactly. I get it. Exactly. And she doesn't even speak Ukrainian, which is really funny. And neither do any of the rest of them. Neither does Lex, neither does Kissin. None of them speak Ukrainian. They only speak Russian uh, and barely at that. But, but they, they have this idea that anything that is associated with Russia and, um, you know, Russian people is bad. And it didn't, it didn't start because uh, of the whole uh, uh, special military operation. I think that it's more of a, um, like they don't realistically, if you started saying, so you, you know, you're Ukrainian. Well, tell me, tell me something that you really like about Ukraine other than the girls. Yeah. Like they uh, me out. cultural history of Ukraine. Tell, just tell me something about it that you really appreciate. You're, you're a big advocate of Ukraine versus and the Ukrainian um, culture versus Russian culture. Guaranteed 100%. None of them could do it. Well, they because they were do it tied because in they're together. Because it's the same fucking right. country. They're tied in together. Exactly. Ukraine literally means by the border, it has always been Western Russia. If you, if anyone ever bothered studying history and looking at maps, this was not like Poland in the Eastern Bloc. Like Poland, and there's plenty of bad shit happening there right now as well, but Poland has a long history that involve both conquests where where they took over large portions of eastern europe and being conquered where they lost their autonomousness so like it's a real country with a real culture and a real um differences between them and their neighbors like the germans for example uh and the russians like there there there's a big distinction there now, in fact, Beret, unrelenting oligarch number one, says they speak mm-hmm. Russian because Stalin and others forced their ancestors to speak Russian. But never mind that. So, I mean, is this kind of like the the slavery thing here. You have to go back hundreds of years yeah. to be yeah. like, but way back then. Like, yeah. oh, what Wait, is that? Stalin for should Stalin? Yes. Oh, my God. Stalin brought in schools that teach Russian to standardize education across the whole country. What a horrible person. The thing that you got to keep in mind is that pre Soviet revolution, there was no public education in Russia. Only people that were not necessarily titled, but essentially wealthy were the only ones getting an education. The serfs, which is the population that existed previous to that, uh, they did not get an official education, the state-sponsored education. So, yes, the evil communists, and evil they are, brought in uh, standardized education, and that education across the entirety of the Soviet Union was in Russian. So, yes, they do. But, again, that's like saying, well, you know, back uh, before the United States had a Department of Education, 
people in Louisiana, they spoke French, but then uh, the U.S., when they bought the territory, came in and uh, made everybody speak English and learn English. And now he says, it's, it's the Gene Blows Stalin segment. My bad. Wow. The, this is kind of like Kevin Waldorf. What's the two guys from the Muppets that are heckling during the show? Nope. Yeah, I can't remember the other dude's name. No, that that it's not like that because those guys were funny. Oh, damn. Up your game. No beret. Mm-hmm. Waldorf. Mm-hmm. Why do we know Waldorf but not the other guy? I don't really know Waldorf. I mean, you're you're halfway there. I don't know either of their names. It's the two old Statler. guys. See, Pfeiffer, the Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer knows Statler and Waldorf. Statler. That's not. Is that a real name? That doesn't seem like a real name. I mean, it was the name of the, the Statler brothers. That was a great country group, but that is. Uh, oh, is that their last names? Waldorf and Statler? That's the last names of the I, case? Maybe. I don't know. They never really explain if they have first names or last names. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never run into somebody named Statler. That's for sure. Uh, I guess yeah. I've never known a Waldorf either. Waldorf Astoria. I guess there is, I, but I didn't know that guy. He had a nice yeah. hotels. I mean, there's, he there's that. Good hotel. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, it's, yeah, it, it, the bottom line is that, uh, there is a, I think it's not a surprise and I don't know why I thought it was a surprise. I guess I just thought people were more rational, but I'm generally wrong. Whenever nothing I is rational, give the benefit of the doubt to people. But there is a very subversive movement of expatriates out there for all countries. Uh, it's, it doesn't matter what country people leave. There seems to be a latent resentment of that country that stays with them for a long time. And it's, uh, you know, I've seen it with plenty of other cultures. Um, and I guess it shouldn't be any different in this case. Uh, but like, no, but I kind of get the way things are. I mean, the mantra, well, they, I, they do, but here, let me give you an example, uh, where we'll see what happens. This hasn't happened yet, but like, there's a lot of Chinese exiles, um, immigrants, whatever you want to call them, people that used to live in China. They were born in China that live in the West now. and a lot of them, I would think it's fair to say a majority of them have a disdain for China. They, right. They uh, left Cubans are the same way. Go down right, to Miami Cubans, and exactly. talk to the Cubans. Cubans, but, but there's one little difference. They though. love well, their I guess country. Maybe this, is, maybe this isn't a difference with Cubans, but, but they hate the, but anyway, so the Chinese, it. Chinese left, uh, China. They hate China. Cubans left Cuba. They escaped Cuba. They hate Cuba. But here's my question. Do they hate the communism in Cuba? Do they hate the communism in China, which makes rational sense? Or are they going to continue being anti those countries, even when the government and the politics changes to something else? Because that's kind of what I'm seeing with the example with Russia is that people that hated the Soviet Union for good reason many of them continue to hate Russia for no good reason. Well, this so, is I don't know. Mantra. Maybe it's just an expatriate thing. I mean, it may be because if you it was so bad when you left, although the people that leave Cuba, I would pretty much tell you if the leadership changed there, yeah, they would go back. I mean, that they is would the not. problem. It's not, I can that tell you, you why, um, that, 
people that left Cuba, uh, a lot of them had wealth in Cuba. There wasn't a horde of poor people leaving. It was mostly the rich that left because they were the ones who were losing their businesses to the nationalized control that Fidel Castro brought in. Uh, so business owners, people that had made money in Cuba, uh, all the, the rum companies, all the tobacco plantations and manufacturers, uh, all these people left. Now, it's not to say it's only the fat cats, but most people that ended up leaving Cuba, uh, they left because they were, they were going to have a much worse life as a result of communism there than they had previously. Right. That would make sense because now the people that are currently leaving Cuba and have been for the last 20 years is a tiny, tiny number. It it is a very small number of people that are leaving there. And I think most of those, um, and you kind of have to be frankly, are political refugees. Like they're people that spent time in jail or their family members spent time in jail and they're worried that they're going to be next. Because they were trying to, you know, do stuff against the government. Um, and therefore, they're genuine. Um, like, these are the people that ought to be led into the U.S., right? Because they're actually escaping real pros- uh, persecution. Unlike the thousands that are crossing the Texas border right now who are economic immigrants. They just, they're, they're, no one's prosecuting them in the country they're coming from. Right. They're they just, just can't make money. going to the U.S. to make money to be able to send money back home. Which anybody it's, in that situation would do. It's economic. Well, it's, it's happened for a, a long time from Mexico in general. It's just right now, the stats I'm seeing is it looks like there's fewer Mexicans crossing over than there are other Latin American countries. And that not only that, but they're, They've caught something like several thousand people from um, that are on the terrorist watch list. Oh, that's this has from, gone from up other parts of the world in the last yeah. couple of years that what they yeah. encountered at the southern border is mm-hmm. out of control. When you realize that the number that they've run into, which is in the hundreds, you yeah. realize that how many then have gotten through. Mm hmm. It's not, which I'm kind of surprised we haven't had more bad crap happen. We will. We will. That's you know, probably. Oh, it's very likely. I mean, it, it's statistically we will. But this is the issue. And I think it has been exacerbated with the internet, with social media. This has been uh, my buddy Bill O'Reilly's mantra for probably about the last year or so when covering the Trump and Biden stuff because the mainstream media covers them so completely differently. Mm -hmm. Unless your brain is completely gone, you can see this, but otherwise rational people because of all of this have very ingrained viewpoints. And Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a cliche going way back, but O'Reilly has said like every show people believe what they want to believe. And this is like you said, with your dad in Russia, with a lot of the stuff going on in the world, it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. what kind of facts you can throw because people no longer no. believe facts because we know everything yes. can be made up. You don't believe the source. 
So I don't, it's getting very hard to change people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I guess I don't care. Well, is what it comes down to. And that's, you know, right. You just I'm have to live your life the best you can do. It. The energy <laughs> at this point, uh, because, uh, if somebody is unwilling to have conversations with rational arguments in them, if they're going to fall back on feelings, I got no time for you. I don't care if you're a relative. It's just, no, I'm, I'm not going down that path. I don't care what you feel like. Well, because it's, it's, you're not going to get anywhere. No, you're not going to get anywhere. And talking about feelings is a, is a conversation about preferences. So you would prefer certain things. Okay, fine. There's not a conversation to be had. You just told me your opinion. My opinion happens to be different, but on top of having an opinion, I actually have the rational thoughts to back that up. How dare you have rational thoughts? Yeah. So I don't, I'm, you know, whatever. Wait, Ryan Bemrose in the troll room says, I feel like Gene is wrong. You guys don't disagree about anything. Oh, yeah. Well, wait a minute. What, what is this now? We're not <laughs> supposed to be disagreeing. I thought this was agreeing old Ben's. Exactly. That's, that's the concept for the show. Yeah. And the evil terrorists in Washington, D.C. are doing bad crap every day, but those aren't the bad people coming over the border causing the bad crap yet. We're talking about different bad crap. Yeah, we're talking about the bad crap that hasn't happened yet. And I'm just saying that we have an open border that isn't strictly just being used by Mexicans, which is what the government's portraying. It's being used by people from all over the world. There's Chinese people coming yeah. in. And, and who doesn't think the Chinese have done things to subvert the U.S.? Come on. No, no, Beret says Gene's convinced me. I now feel like communism is the way. So, I mean, you got out, you got your word out there. Uh huh. Good. Good. Well, I, I'm glad because it makes it easier to track you down and exterminate you. <laughs> so wait, you won't kill the little ants, but the, the people you're oh, okay. communists. I, I have a blood feud with communists. Yes, absolutely. Ah, well, that makes sense. Only get only, only good commies, dead commie. This is, kill a commie for mommy. That goes way back. Hmm. Gene's like, I want that on a bumper sticker. I like it. Yeah. I, yeah. Hell yeah. Hells. Yes. Yeah. It's a, um, unfortunately that that's likely to become the majority in this country. So I think we may in our lifetime, since we plan on living to 170, still see a, uh, the, the little, the little banner you play for fun at the beginning of the show. Oh, the uh, uh, may well become a much more often played piece of music in this country before too long. Well, it's because between the younger millennials and the Zoomers, there's an awful lot of people that think Karl Marx was right. Crumbling the country from the inside. This was not a incorrect plan when the Weather Underground wrote in the early 70s that to get the kind of change that they wanted mm -hmm. two of the biggest things infiltrate the schools and mm -hmm. infiltrate the media yep those yep. two things cause such changes in a culture because you're getting the youth and i know there was a quote from hitler and everybody loves the hitler quotes so it's like if you if i have your kids oh, I here we go you. we got to the point where we're bringing hitler into you the gotta you gotta quote hitler if you want a good podcast Mm -hmm. if you're a podcast on the no agenda stream i think you have to quote hitler at least once or twice 
Otherwise, they won't keep you on the stream. That's just the way it is. But when it comes to propaganda, Hitler and his boys kind of knew what they were doing. And once the kids have been sold, and this is what you're getting. I mean, this is, again, parents who give their kids their devices, whatever it is, at a young age and pay no attention to what their kids are being taught in school. And they pay no attention to what their kids are consuming. Yep. All of a sudden, they're like their kids are 12, 15 years old going, hey, I love that communism. And you're like, what? But it's too late. Mm -hmm. It's too late because it's in there. It's like a fucking virus. Once it's in there, you're not going to eradicate it. You may not be able to eradicate it without eradicating the host. And that means you'd have to kill your kids. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. Well, I I don't know if you want to go that far. I mean, that's a that's a bit of an extreme view. But well, see, yes, this is called uh, speaking with uh, hyperbole. Is that what it is? I think so. Mm. It was like our buddy Larry from that Larry show and Rather Planet Rage. Speaking with the, yeah, with he got circle. thrown off of X for saying that politicians should, you know, have their heads on posts and be dragged through the streets. And I'm like, well, that's wait. Because- I thought X was free speech platform. I guess not. Mm. I mean, to be fair, he was he was kicked off of Twitter right before it turned into X. So maybe X has gotten, but it was after well, the Elon no, era. That'd be. That'd be pretty much the same. The problem is the problem with all this stuff is you can't call for politicians heads to be on sticks. So if you actually want to say that, what you need to say is if this keeps up, some people are going to put those politicians heads on sticks. See, you're not, you're not inciting violence, right? You're not saying they should You're predicting that violence may happen if things don't change. Yes. It's a subtle difference, but it's one that the censors like. News just breaking here. Uh, Derek Chauvin, the police officer involved with the George Floyd case, is taking his appeal since Minnesota's top court denied to even hear his petition mm-hmm. going to the United States Supreme Court. This should be interesting. Oh, boy. The summer of love coming up. This should be interesting. Imagine the Supreme Court overturning this one. Yeah, I don't. I think they're going to do the same thing the Minnesota Supreme Court did as well, and just say, you know what, that don't want to too touch bad, it. but someone's going to have to sacrifice Sean just to make things not get violent. I mean, I always figured he was going to uh, suicide. He, no, well, I, he was going to be suicided. That was a guess. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's still alive, surprising. It is a little bit surprising. Mm-hmm. And I was always of the mind that this was something that would be overturned because the case was shoddy at best when it came to the facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very hard without a reasonable doubt, which is one of the things you have to be when it comes to a murder charge to convict somebody when the toxology reports say the guy ingested enough uh, fentanyl Mm -hmm. to kill him. Yeah, kill you, a horse. You know that's so. I mean, you you can't even if he did do it. That mm-hmm. you add that into the mix, you're like, but that that gives me reasonable doubt. I don't know. I guess reason is different for everybody else now, and that's because again, they believe what they want to believe. Yeah, I think he's definitely guilty of manslaughter. Yeah, he was involved. Yeah, he he. There were points in time where had he not done his actions. Uh, that maybe they would have called an ambulance sooner or something. Yes. You know, it's like 
that he's involved, but is he a murderer? Didn't look like it to me. And the other interesting thing, when it comes to a suspect that says, I can't breathe, well, you should take that seriously as a first responder, but I also understand that this could quickly become the thing that everybody does makes you go mm, through this yeah. song and dance. Like I can't, well, breathe. it should be something everybody does. Yeah. And the fact that he was saying that before they even got him on the ground, that was suspicious. Yes. But I also don't really understand. I mean, I haven't like seen the videos for a long time now, but it seemed like they had him in the cop car before they put him on the ground. They did. What, what, what would make you take him out of the cop car? He was saying he couldn't breathe. He was complaining. Why would you take him out of the cop car if he can't breathe? I don't know. That makes no sense. I would agree. If you want to crack a window, crack a window, but don't take him out of the cop car. It wasn't even a hot day. I mean, I can see, and there was a lawsuit here in Texas a number of years back about somebody that was put in the back of a cop car for being black. I, you know, and that does happen. It happens and just kept there for half an hour and then let go. Like that happens. That's wrong. Shouldn't happen. The guy won his lawsuit. Um, but, um, if, if somebody's sitting in the cop car and it's not 110 degrees and the windows are closed and the engine's not running, then leave them in the damn cop car. Yeah. I don't know if they figured they were trying to get them out in a better position. I don't know. Because it seemed like it, he was claustrophobic or something, but again, you're going to have to bring him in. So well, yeah, tough. Yeah, so whatever. Getting up, right. Getting him out of the car to have to get him back in. Unless the, you the were car, calling a larger the back vehicle of the cop car is a, is a mini jail. Yeah. So if somebody says I can't breathe in this mini jail, I mean, unless you want to bring a bigger jail to put him in right there, I wouldn't it's matter. Just leave him in there. But I can't even imagine. We saw mm-hmm. what happened after the Supreme Court on abortion, the the ruling. This would, uh, I think you have riots again in the street. That's why I said the Supreme Court's not going to touch it. It's going to be interesting to watch. They're not going to, they, they have more important cases to deal with. And. Oh yeah, there's all those Trump I don't, indictments. I don't think the justices need to have protesters firebombing their homes. Well, and the fact yeah, especially that that was the allowed, Biden, the fact that the Biden none administration of people, not willing to provide any kind of safety to them. Yeah. The fact that the vehemence, the vigor in which they're going after people that were at the Capitol on January mm-hmm. 6th, but have not arrested one person have not. They may have arrested, yeah. but they did not convict anybody yeah. nope. that went to the Supreme Court justices homes. No. Which is, I don't think they've convicted anybody for the summer of love either. It's like, you you can't, if it's, well, if you, if we agree with your politics, we're going to let you do whatever the hell you want. And I I will say, this is where I think my stance differs somewhat from the conservatives out there is I believe in the old Testament. I believe in an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And so, well, there has to be some kind of repercussion. If we're living in the banana Republic, I wouldn't at all be surprised if there are some people on the conservative side that just decide to say, fuck it, we're going to use their tactics. Well, that's what people have been calling for for a long time. It's like, well, if they're going to keep doing it, we may as well do the same thing. Well, but it's been, you know, it's been a toothless warning. 
Well, that's because, yeah, they haven't had the, uh, I'm not going to say guts because it, I mean, it doesn't take guts to be the cowards that the people on the left do that go and, and intimidate people and use violence as the way to do so. But they, I guess maybe they haven't been willing to get their hands dirty. And at some point, well, there's nothing wrong with violence if it's in defense of freedom. Yeah. Well, yeah, the tree, what's it? Who said the tree of Liberty is uh, Jefferson. Fu- yeah. Fueled by the blood of Patriots. Uh, yeah. Patriots like and despots. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Basically saying that we just had a revolution guys. Don't think this is the one and only you're going to have. You're, you're going to need to refresh your government on a regular basis. Well, yeah, the government said. and the people are supposed to be able to have a say. And that's the one thing that seems to be getting further and further down the line. And we know that I'm sure there were some people that were disconnected from reality back in the 1700s, but overall people were very concerned about politics. They were very concerned about what was going on with the people that were in charge of them, that were ruling them, that were in their government. Mm -hmm. Now everybody just wants to pretend that, well, not everybody, but there's a high percentage in the United States that basically just wants to pretend that the government doesn't exist. They don't want to know anything about it. They don't want it. They don't vote. They don't pay attention and they don't understand then how politics is related to the bill they have when they go to the grocery store, the bill that they have when they go and try to fill up with gas, if they even can, because soon it's going to be electric vehicles only, or they're going to be like, wait, what is this all about? It's like, well, it's because you weren't paying attention. It's yeah. And then it's pretty damn easy to ration that shit. It is insane, but people they could just, do it remotely. They don't need to do it physically. It's like, oh, your house only gets electricity for four hours a day now. Yeah, it's the new thing because we have to conserve. Just watch California. California is the uh, canary here. They're get well. All of these programs are moving in that direction. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, don't worry about the smart meters. No, you're just being paranoid. It's like, really? Are you not paying attention? Mm-hmm. I know I've mentioned this before, but now that more and more vehicles are going electric, what comes out? Oh, you know what? The tires actually put off more bad stuff into the air than the gasoline engine. Mm-hmm. Like this is never going to stop. This is not about the planet. It is about your freedoms and what you can do, being able to easily move around the country. Just think about it. If everything goes electric, you can't really drive anywhere near as far as you used to. You don't have the freedom that you used to. Mm-hmm. They keep pushing you in that direction of, oh, we're going to. Ch-. The new thing is, well, you know, Gene, the government was making a lot of money on these taxes that were collected when people bought gasoline. And now, you know yeah. what the funny thing is? Now that the vehicles are electric, we're not collecting those taxes. I mean, you can still tax electricity, but no, no, no. We're going to start charging you by the mile you drive. If you mm-hmm. drive too much, it's like, well, wait, this is not, this is not freedom. Oh, we're going to keep charging you. Oh, you want to drive inside of a city like LA or New York or Chicago? Well, no, either they're not going to let you do it at all, or they're going to charge you a fee to drive it. And it's like, you know, this is not. There've already been some cases where courts have overturned these things because it's absolutely insane to be like, well, no, you want to drive into downtown New York. That's going to be 20 bucks. It's like, you can't do that, but this is where they want to go with it. They want to, 
this concept of what do they call it? The 15 minute cities where you should be able to walk to pretty much anything that you wanted that you want. It's like, I don't know. I'm nowhere near that where we live. I feel like I'm just sitting here listening to random thoughts. Well, it's a great show. I didn't do one this week. Maybe I should just cut this up. It's kind of sounds like you're, you're anxious to <laughs> and put this so out I'll there. do one in the middle of this podcast. Yeah, just well, no. I'm all for idea. it. I, I mean, if I was disagreeing with any of this shit, I'd be, I'd say something. But honestly, let your soliloquy roll on because uh, wait, are we starting to true. agree too much too? This is not a good Fuck, thing. For what's the going show. on? I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? You're absolutely wrong. Oh man, um, I don't know about what, but you are. You're absolutely wrong. <sighs> yeah. No says taxation is theft. This is also true. So uh, according to the AI, you do a bunch of shows uh, like Grumpy Old Ben's Planet Rage, No Agenda, and Random Thoughts. Oh, I wish I did No Agenda. I'm waiting for that opening. Uh-huh. Well, I'd love to see Unrelenting be listed, which it's not. How did you manage to pull that off? Where? On the AI uh, summary of who is Darren O'Neill. Really? It doesn't show uh-huh. up yet? How does There's that? no Unrelenting here. I don't understand. It's, uh, it's on yeah. everything that Grumpy I do. Old Ben's Planet Rage, No Agenda, and Random Thoughts. Wait, and the AI thinks I'm on No Agenda? Is it, is it predicting uh-huh. this? Is this? Uh, yeah, this, these are number of shows that you host. Clearly, you're on No Agenda like a half hour, an hour before it starts every time. Wow. I need to get cut in on that No Agenda sweet, sweet I donation money. You were. I didn't know. Did I take mm. over for Dvorak? When is this happening? Is this You've a done prediction? a total of 641 episodes. Really? If No Agenda? No, in total. Interesting. Of podcasts. Interesting. Which AI is this? O'Neill's podcasts are known for their honesty. Oh, please. Really? Wait, which AI is this? (laughs) I'm liking this. I'm going to get into this. O'Neill's podcasts are known for their honesty, openness, and truthfulness. This is exactly what we are known for. Also produced and covered art for No Agenda and ABS and Six Pack. Abs and Six Pack. That's a. I mean, I was on that show. I don't think I ever did art for him, but maybe O'Neill I did is currently once. hosting the Man Cave Confidential podcast with FJ Shark. Wow, that was way before any of these shows. Uh huh. Yeah. It so was a short there run. you go. Once again, I get screwed. That was a short run, but uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I still have that domain, I think, which I thought was a decent name, but That's I guess. That's a good domain. You know, guys just talking about guy things, which is kind of like unrelenting with a, a slightly gay, different but, bent. You know. Well, no, I mean, we're not that guy on guy thing. That's a, that's, mm-hmm. that's different. That's a different guy. On guy that's your domain is guy on guy. <laughs> no, that, okay. no, if I had that, I uh, wish, cause man, I could sell that for, you could probably sell that. I would a imagine. pretty penny. Yeah. I have exactly. socks. I think it's uh, sockstalk.com too, but unfortunately the white Sox and red Sox both suck so bad that, uh, mm. I don't think anybody wants that. Hmm. I've got a few of those domains out there, but I don't know. I, There's I, also a guy named Darren O'Neill that has a podcast on Australian bicycles. The, that is not me. Although you have an Australian bicycle, didn't I you? Or don't to, you? I got yeah. rid of it. Yeah. They didn't make good bikes. The AI could just be hallucinating, but which AI is this? Uh, this is the brave AI. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I use the brave AI. That's my go-to. But it had all of, see, it's very interesting because the man cave confidential mm-hmm. show ended like seven years ago or so. That yeah. was right before Currently random hosting. thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so we see the AIs are it not Darren always O'Neill's correct. Chicago based web designer and developers hosted several podcasts uh, like grumpy old Ben's planet rage, no agenda and random thoughts. 
total of 641 episodes covering topics such as record store day. <laughs> well, see, this is also true. I've covered record uh-huh. store day. Yeah. The and- Biden administration's lefty mentality. Susan Rice jumping ship. Tucker Carlson being fired at Fox and more. Mm-hmm. See, I'm known for the honesty, openness and truthfulness. Unlike yeah. Gene and uh, and Ryan, that's uh, uh-huh. you guys are the opposite side of the coin. So that's why it works so well. Mm-hmm. Does it? If you put in your name, does it say Russian apologist? No, my name's not on the internet. Oh, so you paid the uh, your name's to wait. Your name's <laughs> not on the internet. Yes, I paid lots of money to have it removed. That's a long title, but it could be a great show title. Mm. <laughs> my name's not on the internet. <laughs> it's like sure, just like Dvorak doesn't get any spam. Well, you know, if he doesn't check his email, how does he know if he gets spam? I guess it's like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it. Uh, Brian, Brian, Ryan Bemrose, uh, known for his podcast, Angry Tech News, shoveling independence. Uh, what about independence? Yeah, I guess she's shoveling it. I don't know. I don't understand. Uh, Ryan Bedmarose has done 936 episodes. 936? Whoa, he's got you. more than me? Yeah, he does. How'd you do that, Bedmarose? He's a host of Grumpy Old Ben's, guest on Bowl After Bowl and Hog Story, and program director on No Agenda. Stream. Stream. If you don't put the stream part this in. This says uh, No Agenda, program director. Wow, on that no is agenda. a hell of a... Yeah, they have gave him a big old... Mm-hmm. Uh, that she should get a raise with that because that host is on grumpy old Ben's podcast program director and dude named Ben for the no agenda stream. I mean, that is definitely an upgrade in, uh, in pay there. If you go from mm-hmm. the guy that's producing the no agenda stream to the guy producing no agenda, of course, mm-hmm. if now when they're looking for somebody to put behind bars for the no agenda show, it's not going to be mm-hmm. the talent. It's going to be the producer. Well, you- I'm sure the producer is the first to get thrown overboard. Yeah. So you better watch out, Bemrose. Because, yeah, you know, sure you know, this is going to worried be, about losing his job. I'm sure the Justice Department's like, no, we just looked at Bing so that we're going to arrest you based on what Bing AI said. OK, so I didn't mind here. And uh, and you, you are the author internet. of podcast strategies, how to podcast 21 questions answered. It's amazing. That's that why you I came up the for, book. for podcasting is my book on podcasting. Yeah. Published in 2013 the best book on podcasting you could have bought a decade ago <laughs> now probably yeah, not literally. so useful probably not probably not but it was a book on how to podcast which is a you know it's what i'm in it's clearly my expertise well i don't know people say you don't sound good so that would be that would be a problem people need to check their ears step one buy a microphone uh-huh step two so i am talk. thinking of moving the multi to the mac before the next show Ooh, that, that might be, be a, an interesting interesting thing yeah i would think that would be fairly painless but yeah yeah i think so uh it would be it would give my mac something to do for one well yeah and it's got the horsepower mostly oh, mostly yeah this m2 mostly does nothing it's like i got all this horsepower i'm ready to rock and roll Mm-hmm. and you're like uh because you don't even play games on there what do you do no. on the the, M2? On the mac yeah i uh, surf the web that's a little overkill you know a little bit but i mean those I web and now sites, i gotta be worried about the m3 and then what am i gonna do with that 
with the M2 or with the M3 that you'll get, it won't have anything to do with it. Exactly. I mean, I thought you would have had a stack of video cards just waiting to go out the door. You don't upgrade those. I know. What's up? Yeah. So you you text me is like, hey, uh, what kind of video cards you got that you can send me? Yeah, you got any old video cards? And you're like, nothing new. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, I just, you know, I want some old stuff like a 3090 or something. Uh, You got any of those? Like, I need a few. A few of those I can put in, run some stable Uh diffusion locally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I need. Uh, Yeah. Well, take your podcast earnings and go forth and spend. Got to convert. Actually, before you do that, don't forget to send me my cut, which you always seem to forget. I'm supposed to send you money. I got to do that this Mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, uh, Yeah. Because we did have uh, one of our listeners for Planet Rage and uh, Grumpy Old Ben, you know, those other two shows I do, Uh sent in a show number donation for both. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was 288 for Grumpy Old Ben's and 88, Mm -hmm. I think, for uh, Planet Rage. But obviously no uh, 79 for Unrelenting. So Mm -hmm. I guess Brian Janak from the wonderful state of Wisconsin maybe doesn't listen to this show or he thinks that uh you know you're bad i mean now to be fair our buddy comic strip blogger pointed out that your node is once again not working so all donations being said really yeah all donations being sent via the satoshis half of those will only go through and that will be my half so if you want to feel like you're supporting gene but not (laughs) you can send in some big cinnamon yeah yeah right be like gene i sent you what what do you mean you didn't get them Like, I don't know. It's this crazy. You know, given that I actually 2.0. pay like 20 bucks a month for that stupid node. And I have a free thing. Loses me money. Yeah. Constantly. I probably should get that free one. The Albi one is nice. It just works. Mm. And I really need to separate those because that is the only downside is when I'm getting boosts and I, I love getting the boost, but I get them yeah, for five right. different shows. The last donation I got was on uh, July 28th. And when you get boosts for all sites, hmm. sorts of different shows, it is a pain in the ass to try to separate those per show. Well, why didn't you just set up a node per show? They're free, right? Yeah, they are. But then it's like, well, then I have to consolidate them. And that all seems oh like my a pain God. in the yes. ass. How do we? Well, you know, I always go the least, the least uh, work intensive, the least working for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it, you wait until it becomes a pain in the ass. Because for a long time, it was like okay, I'm getting like $6 a month. So why put any work into it? But then, mm-hmm. then some real Satoshi money start coming in. So everybody boost, boost, boost right now. Boost it, boost it, boost it big. Come on. And uh, hmm. you got to get the, uh, got to get those numbers. I don't up. understand why the hell this thing would be going down. I mean, it's, I don't get any messages. It looks like it's supposed to be running. They're still taking your $20 a month to have these. Oh, they're happily doing that. Yeah. <laughs> And they, well, and like I said, at this point, I think I'm only about 300 bucks in the hole for the whole Satoshi thing. You're still in the wrong side of that. Um, uh, yeah, unless I get like 20 bucks worth a month, then I will be. But I've never gotten 20 bucks a month. And the, uh, uh, the crypto needs to start going back up, man. It's been kind of stagnant lately. Yeah, it's 29 too. I'd like to bring that way, way, way up and then cash in and then get out hmm. and then let it crash the i'm, I'm curious it's running all right send send some creative Boost. number like one two three or something Boost. and see if it shows up here or not everybody want to boost 
Do I have to boost? Do I have to do it myself? Uh, sure. Well, you could do it too. Oh, oh my God. 123 Satoshis. It's going to kill you. What are you going to do? Oh, I, I just want to see if it's working or not. It says it's working. It says it's receiving. It says it's receiving, but I don't know if I believe that. We just, well, okay. C yeah. Brooklyn just boosted 3333. Thank you, C Brooklyn. All right. Let's see what we get here. Huh? If we get anything, we are the Seinfeld of podcasts. Mm hmm. It showed up. Well, at the apparently pod. now we're the uh, we're the diagnostics podcast of. Uh, we're, yeah, we're trying to help out the podcasting <laughs> 2.0 folks. Make sure your nodes are working. Uh-huh. We're getting Gene's Apple uh, M2 system set up. It's going to be a flying. Yeah, going to be flying. Huh. Let's see. Incoming. Yeah. A few seconds ago, I got it here in Alby. I got, oh, my, I just got 1650. Yeah, that's it. That's what I got. It's working, man. Okay. Your nodes all back right. up. It is working. It Woo. is up. So what the hell? It, I didn't do any. All I did was log in. I didn't click on any buttons to reset anything. I just literally logged in here. I believe that's that. weird. Yeah. Hey, that's... if someone's got a channel that I should like connect to for better throughput ability or whatever, let me know. Yeah, all I have is, I mean, that's the other thing is I think my channels probably aren't very good. That could be CSB was sending his uh, total of 8012. It looks like yeah, CSB, uh, send me your, uh, your channel address. I'll just connect directly to you. How's that? That would be good because he showed success for me, success for podcast index, success for boost bot, but mm-hmm. sir, Gene error. Yeah. I mean, I can literally just open up a channel directly to him. And I do not mind the podcast index getting 1%. Don't get me wrong, but they are not in our splits. How does that magically happen? Unless it was sent through the podcast index. How does the podcast well, wouldn't index? Wouldn't it be the other way? Wouldn't it be the other way around? I'm just, well, I know you can do that if you log into the podcast index know. and then you can boost from. Oh, really? Yeah. But I just mm. want to know how does the, how does that 1%? Now I know if you don't. Hey, other than Dave, who knows who's like really knows the index well? Cause I need to talk to somebody and I've asked Dave a couple of times and he's been busy. So I'm like, okay, whatever. The, um, the Alex, Alex Gates, I think knows a lot. Alex Gates. Yeah. Okay. I'll reach out to Alex. CSB knows a decent amount. It would appear. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't want to talk. Well, he doesn't hear cause you're Russian <laughs> bad. <laughs> No, Gene, I am not sending again. No, I, you, you do not get my money. No, <laughs> just tell people go csp.lol now. <laughs> it, it works. It all works out. Uh-huh. See Brooklyn. Nice for the boost. We appreciate that for testing purposes only. Yeah. For testing purposes. That was uh, now what, what we need is Perfect. what we need is a boost of a 1 million Satoshi boost just to test the larger, the large boostability factor. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So somebody can boost a million. That would be good. Yeah. What is that? Like 12 bucks, a million today? No, a million's a decent amount. A million is about 300 bucks, 300 bucks. Yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would take it. I would take it and run. Do I need Um, a Mac mini? That's my question. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I feel like I do, but I'm, I'm feel like, I'm. Getting a suntan from every direction here. I have monitors. I have three monitors to the left of me, three monitors in front of me, and a monitor to the right of me. I've only got three total. I need more. I just use these for tanning purposes, I guess. Well, if you turn them on the right wavelength, you could probably do that. Uh, yeah, I think 
You probably could, yeah, because the, well, natively, the LEDs put out ultraviolet, and then their, uh, the ultraviolet actually excites the phosphor, and then that converts it to visible light, so. I mean, because, you know, like uh, like Ryan Bemrose, who was on Windows 8, oh, I think that? still. I, I'm on Windows 10 still. I don't like 11. I don't like how ingrained the, oh, you need a Microsoft account. And I know there are still ways around this stuff, but Microsoft is going in a direction that I'm not thrilled with. So I'm like, yeah, well, maybe I'm still I on 10 just- as well, because <clears throat> 11 is not really optimized for games. So I'm like, well, I mean, I don't play games. I do if most really 90% of what I do is the Adobe suite. It is recording audio, yeah. occasionally editing a little video, playing around in Photoshop. And I think the, the new Mac chip does really well with that because Adobe optimizes everything for. Oh yeah. 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 Well, and games will be coming to the Mac very soon because both unreal and uh unity have said that they are going to do native compiles using the m series of chips and uh check for a new boost csp boosted another 3333 so maybe it's just coming from he says kurwa ma again it's that polish stuff kurwa mak which uh he doesn't have a lightning node he says he just uses app from fountain so he doesn't even have a oh, node. That's, that's that's from Fountain. Okay. Yeah. That fountain is oh, flowing. So I can't remember who the developer of Fountain is, but I think I've talked to him before. Well, you've talked to like all of these folks when uh, this was starting yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did a whole series of like 13, 14 interviews. Over on Sir Gene Speaks that nobody listens to. Maybe we should post some over here on Unrelenting and that way people would listen to them. Well, if we're going to do that, it should be posted on... Um, Random uh, thoughts. That's even better. That way, I would have to no, do less on, shows. No, on the the pre-show, the pre-show. What pre-show? You know, the pre-show on No Agenda. Oh, the No Agenda pre-show, the rock and roll pre-show, the pre-show. Yeah, you want to? <laughs> I mean, here's the and thing. You could run those segments on there. That'd be good. Two hours before the show <laughs> the other day, when I started on uh, Thursday, there was already like 115 people. The minute the show started. There was hundreds by the second hour. I'm like, can you imagine if I start playing Gene doing interviews? I mean, the numbers would drop off like boom, boom, boom. You would hear people turning off their computers. Exactly. Like, what's this? This ain't rock and roll. No, no, it's 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 well, Gene. and I mean it's cool now that you've got it set up to actually send uh Satoshis to the copyright holders. That's very cool. It's if you can find them. Then it's not that hard to find them. I just sent it all over to uh to void and then that's all that matters mm-hmm. everything's taken care of in the netherlands that's where we are incorporated get that map oh up you are it. you're incorporated in the netherlands yeah it's, a, it's i mean it's a shadow company and the uh, paperwork doesn't hold up sounds very legitimate to me totally, i don't know man it's a totally legitimate business mm-hmm. did you get the boost from csb uh hang on i'm doing and you would have here. if you had your mac up and running because he likes the apple stuff well it's better i All mean right. it may be it may be for the few things that i do i mean i can for see surfing why. the web it is by far better oh my uh my irish bread is out of stock oh you're doing your grocery shopping as well mm-hmm. 
Well, you got to. I mean, everybody send it a boost for Gene. He needs to buy some bread. Oh, they didn't give me my free sushi uh, uh, nigiri. Oh, what the hell? That's bullshit. How, you know, it is such bullshit when the free item is the one that's out of stock. The free sushi. Because yeah. there, often I, I am pelted with free sushi. <laughs> I don't Bastards. understand. This is your local grocer. Yeah. And you, what do you get? What is this? What is the promotion to get free sushi? Uh, buy a second sushi. Oh, so it's buy one, get one free. Well, not really. It's not even that good. It's like you buy a real sushi, like uh, nigiri, and then you get one of their new sort of, I don't know what you even call them. It's like a sushi hot pocket. <laughs> well, see, that does, one sushi does not sound good to me. Adding it to a hot pocket that is that is not <laughs> well, selling it's, it. It's it's made of rice, so it's like a rice hot pocket. But hey, everybody, and it's not really it. hot. It's more like a rice cold pocket. Sponsored sponsored by a sushi cold pocket. Yeah, cold pocket. Yeah, I wonder if the domain's available. Cold pocket. That sounds fun. It says, "Mary Oscar, your app is getting error when sending sats to Darren O'Neill. Get Alby, but fails when sending to." Hosted lightning node of Gene. Any idea why? So yes, that's still failing from CSB trying to get to to you. Yeah, it, that is interesting because I think that it's it's got to be the path then because uh, obviously I got the the one that came in from this other guy, and he is reaching out to the the guy that does the app. So we'll find out what that error is all about. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you, I, and I'm sure if I had more channels running, it'd be better. I also believe that maybe Fountain has canceled you. That could be. Yeah, like maybe troll room. canceled by Fountain. Yeah, yeah, you may be shadow banned mm-hmm. on Fountain. Could be. Anybody else on Fountain out there that can send a, uh, although yeah, you know, do a test. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, C Brooklyn was on Podverse. I've got Podverse. Yeah. Any other yeah, Fountainers out there? If you send a big boost, there's a really good chance Gene's not going to get his half. That's got to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Try that now. You got to boost it. I mean, it doesn't have to be live during the show. You could try this. Well, you even. know, you could try it too, buddy. I don't have fountain. Oh, you don't use fountain? No, I only use mm-hmm. Podverse. Not or, well. You um, could try that one too. See if that worked. Well, it did. That's where C Brooklyn <laughs> came in. Uh huh. And his came uh-huh. through to you. Well, let's see if it works from Chicago too. See if it's like we want you send in. Let's see here. Unrelenting. I understand the risks. I mean, that's always the best thing when people are sending a boost. Mm. I understand the risk. I like to go into the app and change that to zero because I'm a dick. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Do I need to have an optional message? Let's see. And then I will send in uh, some Satoshis and then boom. Yeah, this is definitely turned into diagnostics hour. Welcome While you're doing that, let me think. We'll see what else is going on, if anything, in the world. Well, Sinead uh, O'Connor died. Well, yeah, we started off with that. I know. We never really uh, got fur. We never really got further into it beyond Sinead O'Connor died. Well, she died. I mean, what else is there to say? I think she's a pretty good singer. I sent you a uh, Danny Boy clip, a link to Danny Boy that she did a acapella. And I'm trying to send, and it's not easy staying in tune when singing a cappella. In fact, most pop stars can't do it. And this thing seems to be crapping out on part of this. Uh, mm. 
Interesting. That could be the problem. It was a, a small part of it. It's kind of like it's the one thirty-three sats going to something. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I didn't see the boost bot get anything here. Uh, it just keeps on sitting there and it's running and it's. You it's, sure you didn't just replace the the link for the address to just Darren O'Neill and no no podcast index and no Gene? No, no. I mean, I went okay. into Podverse and I pulled up Unrelenting. Mm. There we go. Now the the boost bot got it. Hmm. You so you should see if you you get your part. Let me here. see if it came in here or not. With a great message attached to <sighs> it. I don't get messages. Um. Oh yeah, sixteen forty nine. See, Russian apologist. Mm-hmm. So I'll t- I'll do the accounting. I'll take that, that off your cut for. Uh, <laughs> take that off your cut. That's at least that's what like thirteen cents something like uh-huh. that. At least yes. I mean, we, we gotta be, we gotta be clear. We don't want the IRS to be questioning us. Well, then you should send me my cuts, which I haven't seen since last year. Yes. I will. You saw some since last year, but I need your social security number so I can send you a tax form. Yes. Yes. Do that. I mean, I have Bemrose's social security number. Mm. It's a business, man. If you want to get paid, if you want to get paid over 600 bucks a year, baby. You mean there's that much you've been withholding? Holy shit. I probably not. Not from <laughs> oh, not from this show. Although right. with Dale exactly. with Dale, that may be uh that may be. Would you say you got fifteen uh hundred sats? Yeah. That's a something like that. Fifteen hundred is forty four cents. So you're welcome, Gene. Ooh, Use that to get yourself cents. some free sushi. There you go. That's my <laughs> free sushi, yeah. I mean, okay, so you're in you're in the the hipster area. Does Austin do the grocery stores allow you to pay with lightning? I mean, is this, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, where aren't they on they, board? They don't do lightning, but a lot of them do Bitcoin. Well, which is almost the same. Um, it's a subset of it. I guess you would have to convert the lightning to the Bitcoin. It's a different transport is the biggest thing because the lightning network is the network that sends Bitcoin. And that's what all of us are using for this stuff, but they're not using the lightning network to send Bitcoin. They're using something else like Stripe. The Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer just boosted 3333 via Curio And I he says, Oh shit, it's up. working now. So see, so Gene got the money that that's backfired on you right there. Well, I don't know if I got the money. I mean, out of hold on. Uh, sixteen fifty. I did get the money. Thank you, Reverend yeah. So CSB is the only one now. I wonder if there's a there a block on Poland that's out there. Oh, that's interesting as well. Although this also was not from the Fountain app. Oh, so it could just be a Fountain again. You may be shadow banned on Fountain. Uh, I'm wouldn't put it past them. Shadow sure. banned on Fountain. Uh-huh. It's a good show title too. Along with not on the internet. Jesus. Um, I wonder if there's a way to just like see if you can reach a node without sending money. No, that's the beauty of it. Hmm. I don't know if you well, can. My like, node is it. sitting in, in AWS, so it should totally be reachable for everybody. Now, it's depending on, I know there were issues with how much liquidity you have with if the boosts were bigger. That would be the uh, 
the problem it made because for a while bemrose could only get like really small boosts but if you tried to send anything of substance it it aired out because it didn't have the backing or whatever i know you got to like put money in to be able to flow money through on the channels i have no idea how that works though yeah i know you don't so i can receive right now uh just a little over a million sets allegedly that's what the, my channel is open for open that channel up open it wide so so i can send the million or receive a million that's where the limit is right now as long as we are uh, in this portion of the show i do want to thank so who Kevin. wants to send me a million and a half to test that i mean i could but then that wouldn't uh i would i would want it back uh kevin seifert came in with five dollars via paypal that's the only paypal so far this week mm-hmm. good good no it's not good people should not be donating i think you're doing value for value wrong it's not a value for value thing. I'm just a realist. And I know the world we live in and people have better use for their money than sending it to podcasters. Not comic strip blogger. He sent in 8015 comic before the strip show. Comic strip blogger doesn't donate. Comic strip blogger is buying advertising. He is? Yeah. That's why he, you mentioned his website. Yeah, but he's also listening. So he's an interactive well, that's part of the show. that's for him. But, the, uh, <laughs> but he, unlike everybody else who's just sending money he is actually promoting his channel which is fine i don't have a problem with that i think that uh if it works for him and he continues to do it more power to him yeah he wants you to see his doodles his doodles are pretty good i mean i will say as an unsolicited unpaid for uh well yeah because you didn't get your cut so i mean this is i didn't get my cut exactly <laughs> and uh no i i look through there pretty regularly because he does have some now he also has some pretty crappy ones but he does have some really funny ones. Then I think his, um, I, I think he's using more AI techniques there as well, but, uh, well, that helps you pump out more material. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. I think nothing wrong with it at all. I think this is like AI and max are clearly, uh, they're both areas that we agree on. I may get rid of this windows machine. That's what I maybe need to do, but yeah, uh, you can find it the doodles let's just do it uh, let's do it for the next podcast i'll move my rig to the mac and then you get rid of the windows box and we'll be running mac only you're gonna send me a brand new m2 mac mini or mac uh well i, I, I offered to do that like six months ago you didn't want to do it so no, it's no. like send it baby send it no that's not what you said so no i thought so www.csb.lol go there now mm-hmm. See, there you go there's a paid promotion right there yeah I'm, that makes me a professional radio DJ. Yeah. That's what you dreamed of growing up to be when you were a little, little tiny six foot tall baby in Chicagoland. Yeah. And then I found out what DJs get paid. Uh huh. And it was You're really, like, I want to be Johnny fever. Yeah. Well, see Johnny fever. Uh, and I remember watching that mm-hmm. as a kid, but mainly I wanted to be Jonathan Brandmeier who, mm while played a little bit of music it mm-hmm. was the combination of the bits i mean it was funny stuff but a lot of things you can't get away with now when it comes to i mean it was the morning radio but it was not a morning zoo mm-hmm. it was just humor you know they would do funny things like the the shove it line was always great you'd have people call in 
and then tell their bosses why they wanted to quit. It's like, of course, that might now actually get you to uh, be fired because mm-hmm. you can't tell your boss off. Then that's you, people be triggered. But he did a bit that I still think was the funniest thing I have ever heard when it comes to any kind of comedy. And this was, mm-hmm. you remember the Joe Pesci movie that was seven heads yeah. in a duffel bag? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they sent Johnny one of the heads and it looked like a realistic head. Hmm. So he put it in a duffel bag or maybe it was in the duffel bag it came with. I don't remember, but he goes out on the street with a cell phone and he's sitting in the back of a cab while he's got the radio station on the phone and he's doing the, the mafioso thing like, Nope, no, it's done. No, it's done. (laughs) And he's like, you know what? He's like, sir, into the cabbie. And he's, oh, he opens up the bag and he's like, tell them what you see in here. (laughs) (laughs) And the cabbie was like, oh, the cab, this was on Lakeshore Drive, I believe, maybe Mm -hmm. Michigan Avenue. The cabbie stops the car, gets out and runs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, that was back in the day when there were actual mob hits happening. Yeah, well, this is true. This was back in the good old days. It was a different kind of mob in Chicago. Yeah. Exactly. It was the old school mob. And uh, it was a racist kind of mob back in the day. And just the uh, he that trying to convince the guy, you know, sir, no, sir, this was it's a bit. No, this yeah, it's, yeah. it's there. You know, those those sort of candid camera type things, if they're not done right there, there could be danger. Uh huh. Yeah, you could die because somebody <laughs> there was a video I saw recently of a guy in. uh Oh, I think it was Home Depot or something like that. And they're doing a a prank video and, uh, and there's this big black dude there and, and he, he's talking on his phone, supposedly, allegedly the white dude who's doing the prank is, and then he says the N word. And obviously this is all done to elicit an emotion, right? Or a response. And, uh, and it will, and the black dude like turns and looks at him. And then the, the guy keeps talking and it's just more racist shit on the phone while he's walking around in, in the Home Depot, right? Finally, the black guy says, hey, and then I can't remember what exactly he said, but, but there, there's a fist that came up really quickly as well. <laughs> and as soon as that fist came up, this guy's like, it's a prank. It's a prank. It's a prank. <laughs> and the black dude's like, podcast. what did you say, motherfucker? <laughs> It's a prank. And there's a camera over there. Camera, right? You we're, you're on YouTube right now. You know, it's like, dude, that it like it's it's the lowest form of humor, I think. Because you're you're not bringing somebody in on the joke in order to make it funny, you're actually laughing at their expense. Yes. But this goes both ways. I saw a YouTube video and this was a, whatever the proper terminology today, you know, for a little person. Yes. That would be a person of stature, slightly smaller than a cis. Yes. And this was a black person like that. Oh, well, no, it's a normal person then. Okay. And he was out in a park and he's like, I lost my dog. I lost. Can you help me find my dog? And he goes, you know, Mm -hmm. of course, to a white guy. Yeah. I lost my dog. Can you help me? Yeah. We'll call him. Uh, what's his name? And the black guy, mm-hmm. N word. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. See, there's that like that suspicious already because yeah. black people don't like dogs. I did not know this. Oh yeah, it's a well-known fact. I don't. I don't think it is a well-known fact. Oh, everybody knows that. I have not been on the internet enough. Okay, let me rephrase out. that. Dogs don't like black people. Whoa! So dogs are racist. Dogs are totally racist. I know, right? Yeah, they're dicks. I thought people think cats are dicks, but a lot of dogs are dicks too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now snakes, I hear they just sleep all day. They sleep all freaking day. Exactly. It's although it is going to be feeding time uh, probably tomorrow. Ooh, you should get video of this. I've done a video of it. It's really slow and boring. Well, then it would be perfect for No Agenda Social. It takes yeah, it takes easily. 15 to 20 minutes for him to eat a rabbit. Oh, well, let's see now a rabbit. That's a fairly hefty. Well, what piece. do you think he eats? I don't know. Mice. That's a little like appetizer, <laughs> like in a little amuse bouche. No, he couldn't even fit that in his mouth. That's too small. Too small. Need something big. No, he eats uh, five pound rabbits. I guess you said the thing's 120 pounds now. So yeah, yeah it's like, well, what's every 120 pounder eat? I don't know. I haven't been 120 pounds in a long time. No, that's true. Um, I mean, he could be eating pigs now, little like piglets. Oh, but bacon's good. I don't. I kind of feel like he's grown up kosher, and we're going to keep it that way. Oh, so it's a Jewish snake. <laughs> it's a Jewish snake. Exactly. I did not know that. Well, see, you learn yeah. all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the subtlety of snake religion. Yes, I did exactly. not know. I did not know they were that much into their religion. Oh, snakes are very religious animals. Yeah. I mean, I know you can do that in religion, the snake charmers and that. That is such bullshit. And CSB liked us talking about his stuff. So he says, thank you so much. And he wants, keeps wanting me to say the Polish thing, but he sent some more sats. I don't know if you got them or not. Probably not. Cause yeah, I think you've been uh, probably not. Cause clearly his sats fountain. are not meant to be coming here. No, it could be. It could be a blockade. Well, I mean, nope. if they have to move into, I mean, yeah. is your wallet in Moscow or in Ukraine? My wallet is in Amazon in Dallas. Oh, well, see, that that's even more communist than the Moscow. <laughs> you got to be careful. Uh-huh. You got to be careful where your wallet is. This is the concept well, with all things are, you know, free when it comes to this lightning. Uh, there's still issues. Uh-huh. Relying on it, relying on anything that is still in the in the beta phase is is not the greatest thing although people will tell you you're doing the same thing when you deal with paypal or patreon because they can go yeah we heard your show and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we don't really want to do business with you anymore right so i mean there's no good way but even though gene says cash. don't support the send show you, cash you can still send us cash just go to unrelenting don't send show. Your blankets or water yeah, we do take cash in $100 increments, especially directly to oh, the P.O. Quit lying to people. We'll take 20s. And uh, but if they do come into the P.O. box here in Illinois, Gene will never hear about them. So there's <laughs> probably that part. not. Probably not. I'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, no, didn't didn't get nothing here. Gene, that, that guy didn't uh-huh. send me $20,000 in cash and said share with Gene. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, do not know exactly. that. Exactly. Nope. Yeah, I'm starting to rethink my whole idea of like you you producing the show and taking care of everything and me just coming on oh you want to do more work i i'm kind of starting to think like that was that was a bad play 
I mean, the best thing to do is I realize you're not actually doing any work because you never edit the goddamn show. You all you do is hit start and stop. Well, I sweeten it. I run you through a beautiful filter. Yeah, I'm not sure that's helping me because I sound better on my own show. I don't think that's uh, well. Then you're not sending the the boosted or edited. I'm not or, sending uh, anything. You're pulling the live stream. No, dude, but you're I e- could do a recording here and then sweeten EQ. it and then send it to you. Your EQ, baby, because I mean, I've got my EQ here. Yeah, except the EQ you got for me ain't the EQ I got for me, and mine sounds better. Well, yeah, but if you send it EQ'd, it would come through EQ'd. Because if mm-hmm. I turn off the EQ, then all of a sudden I start sounding like this or like this. Yeah, now that makes me sound way better. Let's do that. Yeah, how you doing, Gene? Welcome to I'm the show. I'm doing great. How are you? You seem to have lost about a foot of height. Hey, welcome to Unrelenting. How you doing, everybody? What what do you prefer your people be called these days? The leprechauns. I mean, that's the, <laughs> uh, we, we have a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Nothing yes. to worry about. And how did you manage to steal that pot of gold? That's what people would like to know. Oh, well, it's very easy because people are very gullible and they will just give you anything if you ask. Wow. And have you, uh, have you gotten high tech in, in the current age with oh, yeah. accepting Satoshis as a leprechaun? Oh yeah. We take, we go through Satoshis and then we call people and we tell them their computer has a virus and they need to send us oh, all no. of their money quickly for uh-huh. us to be able to, to fix that. But see, now do you outsource that to India by chance? Well, of course. I mean, why would I want to do the work myself? Cause this- I, I'm pretty sure I may have talked to one of your people. This is what a sure SM7B sounds like without yeah. any kind of processing. Like, this is a great ad right there for sure. Uh, this is like, this is the sound of an SM7B. Oh any of these God. microphones, any of the better dynamic microphones, it mm-hmm. is all about the EQing. Yeah. And yes, uh, CSB sends another 3333. See, once he knows you're not getting the money. Right. He, now he, the floodgates the open flood, up. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if this could, this exactly. must be Fountain. I mean, hopefully somebody besides CSB with Fountain at some point can test this and uh, let yeah. you know if. Yeah, because uh, I'm curious if it's a location thing or if it's just Fountain just has me banned. It could be. They're like, whoa, Gene. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, you know, I should just set up an account on that same cheesy free system you're using. Get Albi works and you can attach that yeah. to a live thing as well. So the, they kind of can flow right through, but that way, if I you're, can, yeah. So if I set that up and then I won't, you can tweak this uh, for this show and then I'll leave everything else on my end, the same for all my other shows, then uh, we'll see if there's money coming into the Albi. Right. I mean, this and is how the much you've been thing scamming comes- me out of for all these years. When it comes to any funding for podcasts that have multiple hosts, Mm -hmm. the real pain in the ass is how to do donations because they then need to be split up and people just Mm -hmm. think it's an easy thing. But no, I mean, when I was doing this, you know, a couple of years ago, grumpy old Ben's had a pretty good year Mm -hmm. and the guy that does my taxes is like, well, you need to generate a, a tax form for Ryan Bembrose because otherwise you show this as income. And if you don't show this as being paid out, then I'm paying yeah. all the, the taxes on it. So nobody yeah. that I know of has a system that will automatically like the lightning split. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody. And I granted, I know there are other kind of problems with, well, you know, the PayPal I, and the Patreon, but it, there's no service. Yeah. That's like, well, you have a podcast with three people here, take money through us. And mm-hmm. we just send a third to everybody. 
That doesn't yeah. exist that I know of. Well, it sounds like a good business opportunity. It would be very helpful if that, I mean, I don't know the, I mean, of course you're dealing with some major legalities because you're taking the money, you're processing the money, but it would really be helpful if PayPal would I do think, something I like think this that. This is a viable business. We could maybe stick it up online, call it, call it like laundry.ai or something. Something to launder that money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even PayPal, who does this already, where we, you know, take payments through them, you have a PayPal account. I have a PayPal account. Why is there not something set up that says, hey, if this donation comes in? Yeah, just split it into two different PayPal accounts. Yes. I think you, uh, all kidding aside, that sounds like a good recommendation for somebody like a PayPal that already has the infrastructure. Yeah. And it would be awesome because that let way you that create like a virtual address that does nothing but splits it amongst real accounts. Yes. And then there's no issues with, you know, like you said, tax forms because they do those already. Yes. And if you don't trust the person on the other side, you know, you're getting your money. Mm-hmm. But it would be so much easier from a uh, tax standpoint, from a record keeping standpoint. Yeah. You yeah. just, that's what I love about the lightning is that you just don't have to worry. Cause well, although it's just half the ones for you just don't seem to uh-huh. come in, but otherwise yeah, you don't have to worry. Apparently I do, okay. <laughs> but otherwise it just splits it and it works and you don't have to see so at the end of the year, you go, here's how much money I made. You're just paying mm-hmm. taxes for you. You're not worried about money coming in money going out, but I'm really surprised that nobody has that feature as of yet. Where it's like, well, everybody needs an account, so it doesn't matter if it's PayPal or Venmo Mm -hmm. or Cash App. But if everybody has an account, you're right. Create a virtual account Mm -hmm. that is for, you know, unrelenting dot show. And then if somebody sends a hundred bucks to that, well, 50 goes here, 50 goes there. Yeah, because it's like it's a virtual account because no bank is tied to it. It doesn't hold any money. It can't be used to pay out. Right. It's strictly an incoming bucket that has a split. Yeah. Exactly like having an email address that just yeah. forwards the two addresses, except money. Yeah, exactly. So, and this is the interesting thing is that the Lightning folks figured this out. The people doing this with the open source stuff, but not with real money yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing. It says PayPal couldn't keep their cut of everything. You know, it's it's and a they service. do. They would still take. It. It's not even yeah. like they're doing that much more work. No. But here's the thing. If PayPal is normally taking 3%, I would be happy to give them 5% to do this. Why? Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Well, I mean, again, I would pay a little bump or you pay a yearly fee or whatever to be like, okay, if we want us to process splits, right? I understand that that might cause them a little more, uh, you know, fees that would be associated with it. Not much though. No, because you're still just taking the money. And then there's no mm-hmm. fee. Like when I send you money, friends and family through PayPal, they don't make money on that. So they still have that bit of the business where mm-hmm. they will allow you to move money without feeing the crap out of you. But exactly. I've said that for a while. I don't understand why they don't do it or somebody else doesn't have this as a service. One of these credit card processors, because you know, there's a lot of people that have shared businesses why you couldn't just say well i just want this split into two accounts rather than one or right. three whatever it is yeah and i mean honestly like for businesses that deal with real money not 47 cents yeah. you can totally do that with your bank you can have an incoming bank account and then have 
the bank automatically split anything that comes into that account into other accounts. So I, we just don't make enough to justify something like this. But um, if we were making enough, then we could certainly just do it. We, we'd have to basically both uh, have an account in the same bank or several accounts in the same bank to do this. Yes. Then everything that comes in just gets routed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The more you learn here on the unrelenting show, sometimes it's information you don't need. Sometimes you're like, wow, that was interesting. Those are the times you should boost. Rarely. Rarely. No, that's rare encounter. That's a different show. Oh, okay. You should just listen to random thoughts though. I think I did one during this episode, but I'll probably do there was one last week. No, yeah, he did do this one. Yeah, there was right. one I've, I've been doing the last couple I've done on Friday. So I'm kind of mm. due for another one this afternoon. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I just need a better schedule. I really uh, I like the idea of recording them all in one day. I we, we need to maybe convert like Monday. To be I like, told you this. Uh, I told you I this a long time ago. It's like, hey, wow. Let's just pick a day where you could do all your podcasts. I know you're in for that. So that would be like, OK, Gene wants to get in at. Uh, 10 a.m. my time so it'll be like 10 to 12 mm-hmm. unrelenting yep. go have lunch come back yep. one to three do a planet rage and yep. then like three mm-hmm. to five do grumpy old ben so that way yep. ben rose yep. is up and then you got the whole week free yeah it's a and great deal it's a it might be a better deal although by the time i get to ben rose i wouldn't even want to talk by the which may be perfect for ben rose well yeah i think ben rose would not notice that actually he's like i'll take the midnight <laughs> that's true <laughs> The mid, what do you say? Midnight? He, yeah, he wants the midnight time slot, but you're right. Nice. You know, this is something that I, both Bemrose and I, when it comes to grumpy old Ben's and I, I did it once out of 288 shows where I actually got up to go to the bathroom during the show and didn't say mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. but we're both of the, of the type that one of us could fall asleep and the other one would go on for another 30, 40, 50 mm-hmm. minutes before it'd be like, yeah. Before it would even dawn on us that it's been quiet on the other side for a while. Right. I could do a shit. I'd be like, wait, oh, the internet went out a half hour ago. Shit. I didn't didn't notice that. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah. It's the way it would be interesting to do a. Well, I mean, honestly, you guys could probably just record your half of the show and just send it to the other guy and sounds just fine. Yeah. Just, well, the AI can overlap the voices. Does he even need to? I mean, you know, I would the concept of doing that, uh, like the overnight show and taking calls. That would be an interesting podcast with the uh, especially. I think the biggest problem there is just the people that are going to call in are unpredictable. And sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. I know, which is the beauty of it. But that's where shows on AM talk radio relied on their producers. Oh, yeah, you've got to be putting people. You got to do the pre-interview. Uh-huh. It's like, and what would you like to talk about today? I well, think you suck. I think the the moon is fake. Okay, sir. Uh, it's not a topic we're going to discuss today, but thanks for calling and keep listening. Why not? It's a great topic. Mm-hmm. It is. You never know. That's the the unpredictableness. Did you see the latest now? I, I saw this clip popping around where it was uh, somebody on Joe Rogan's program. So it was a Rogan clip where the guy is saying hey joe you know the u.s faked all those nuclear explosion movies and you've seen them like the 1950s movies about the house getting blown sideways by the right force and oh yeah and those you know. are fair it's like you would think that if the camera was close enough to catch that the camera uh-huh. would have been melted 
Yeah. Yeah. And then that's what this guy says. You know, back then they, they, they weren't doing like video transmission. It's not like you could put a camera on a rocket right now and have it transmit video. Right. This would have been film. So Local. the camera doesn't even shake a bit as it's recording a whole building getting blown <laughs> sideways. And the camera has film running behind the glass lens. Think about that. And then they found other other elements in there. Like there was a, a, a shot where the house is before the explosion. And then right as the explosion's coming, there's a car parked right next to the house. <laughs> it still hasn't moved. No, the car hasn't moved, but the house is being blown over. And it's like, well, how did the car get? So there's a, once you start actually peeling back the onion and looking at this stuff, it's like, oh, okay. Okay. So this is all just propaganda movies. These are all fake. These are all miniatures. that were created to show the tremendous power of a nuclear explosion by the U S well, to scare the bejesus out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But mostly Russian. Well, yeah. Because Russians yeah. are bad, Gene. Don't you know this by That's now? That's right. That's right. Bad people. So mm-hmm. it's a, um, it's interesting. I've never paid attention, I guess, enough to notice that stuff. But now that I've seen it, you can't unsee it. Well, then you would just it's wonder. It's kind of like the footsteps the on the moon. Right. That have the wrong soul imprint. You're not supposed to look that close to things. Uh-huh. Exactly. Well, this again, for anybody that watches television shows that were from the 50s or 60s and you watch them now and you binge and you realize Mm -hmm. that somebody that's a recurring actor that's in like every third to fourth show playing a completely (laughs) different character Uh, (laughs) and you're like oh yeah you you, you never paid that much attention to him yeah well you were were never supposed to see behind the curtain the tv back then was like 240p well, yeah, you didn't was, have the, the, the detail well, you have now. It wasn't 240p. It was 240i. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just god-awful. And it's amazing to think of how much time we spent looking at super low-resolution screens that were horrible for our eyes. And now they're too big, and they're too bright, and they're, they're too perfect. detailed. What What's better than four uh, 4K monitors to surround you? Nothing. Well, here's the thing. The TV companies are like, well, how are we going to keep selling shit? We need to keep getting mm-hmm. better. And how are they going to do that? And what's that going to look like in 10 years, 20 years? That's a good question. But I don't know, man. I think the if the price point goes down, the Apple uh, VR thing is going to definitely make a big dent. People, If people start getting used to the idea of just walking around doing their grocery shopping with those goggles on. That's going to be so weird. Yeah, because you'll have, you know, porn playing next to you and you don't even know it. Well, see, that's fine. But it's the people that are like using the enhanced reality. Yeah. But just imagine that kind but, of technology dude, where it's like where it's like your Jordy out of Star Trek. Yeah. Well, that doesn't want to be Jordy. Jordy was awesome. You know, you like somebody looks at a tomato. They see a tomato. You look at a tomato. You're analyzing the infrared frequencies through the uh the chip in those goggles and you're seeing like oh somebody with dirty hands picked this up and moved it i'm gonna skip this one i'll pick this other one it'll be the world remember the, you'll uh, be able to do the same thing that they do on tv shows you'll be like zoom enhance right 
Except that's turn all around bullshit. the side of the wall. Right. X-ray. Uh-huh. X-ray vision. Yeah, X-ray. Well, you'll be able to do recreate 3D model and project from the other direction. Even better, though. Remember the episode of Seinfeld? Of course you do. Mm-hmm. Where Elaine suggested that everybody in New York wear name tags, make it a friendlier city. Oh, yes. That was so stupid. Yeah. Well, what do you think this goggles will be able to do? Somebody walking oh, yeah. Have down your the name street. projected there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So somebody you don't know walking down That's the street, be like, hey, what's up, Bob? Yeah. I mean, and of course, when they sell them in China, you could, everyone's walking around with a credit score over their heads. <laughs> yes. Well, then, you know, so that who way you talk to, you know, the, who to talk the, women to who to ignore. Will, the women will pay a little bit more to have the guys who mm. are available or at least rich pop up and they'll be like, oh, yeah. you're somebody I would like to get to know because your yeah. wallet is big enough. And then you got the, you know, people that are a little less desirable walking around and with a little sign that says future suicide. <laughs> Wait, will there, will there be a percentage above their head? Like 90% possible Uh suicide by next week. Now, funny enough, Hillary Clinton's headset shows the same thing. Well, that's everybody around her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Future suicide. Yeah. Do not talk to Hillary. Run the other direction. Did we ever hear anything more about the guy that Obama had not killed in his house? I don't know. I don't know. That kind of came and went. It's like, oh no, somebody found dead in Obama's uh, lake. Nothing to see okay, here. I guess nothing. Nothing's here. Exactly. Fake podcast. Fake podcast. <laughs> comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. <laughs> nothing to see here. Yeah. That yeah. you got to got to avoid those. I third guess rails. that's all it takes, right? I mean, you know, if there's a dead body of your employee that popped up, like in your uh, it happens your all house, the time. In your estate's lake. Uh huh. All the time happens. All the time. Yeah. The chef just not a big deal. Nope. Maybe Obama (laughs) didn't like the meal. Who knows? Yeah. Then you got Biden's dogs attacking everybody. There could be a dead guy just from a dog attack. You never know. I tell you the um, there's a couple of new games coming out soon. These are video games. I'm guessing as we round out the podcast. Yeah. Well, murder just made me think of them. (laughs) Well, yeah. When you really want to get into the the mind of a murderer you mm. got a video game yeah something like that so one of them and i know a lot of people appreciate me talking about video games because i get comments like that uh one of them that people are very excited for is called starfield okay here's my first question how many video games in the history mm. of this planet have had star in the name uh, i'd say all <laughs> video games <laughs> that's that a way. silly question <laughs> Yes, if it's in, yeah, yeah, I get you. Uh-huh. So Starfield is from Bethesda, uh, I've which heard is of a pretty big, famous game development studio. Uh, and they've been working on this for about six years, seven years, I guess. And it's finally coming out in uh, September or October. I can't remember one or the other, but um, a very, uh, it's a game. That's got a lot of buzz, a lot of buzz happening. <clears throat> it's a game where you play a future civilization character and the setting is a thousand different planets. Well, that's that a pretty big playing field and land on and do stuff and gather resources from them. Or uh, some planets have big cities that you interact with a lot of different characters on them. graphics look very pretty. And the feature I'm most 
looking forward to, the most excited about, is that it has spaceship building or spaceship customization at least. Ooh, so you so can that, create your own ride. Yeah. So you can you start off with a small little dinky ride, and then as you get make more in-game money, you can either purchase uh, new bigger rides or you can just slap stuff onto your existing one and just slowly transform it. Well, any of these have any of these companies ship? gotten to the point to where they will let the community, the players mm-hmm. create something and then sell it as part of the game where they would just take a percentage like, hey, OK, Gene came up with a great yeah. idea, great plan for a spaceship. Will they let you sell anybody letting you sell your own creations and then just they take don't it a let you sell it. There a lot of games already let you share stuff for free with other players. So the through like the Steam marketplace uh, or the Steam community uh, mods, basically, where you can share spaceship designs like Kerbal has that. I've done that before. Um, also, there's a game called Empyrean, which I really liked. Um, been around for a long time, but it's almost no one's ever played it. It's always surprising to me how few people have played it. Imperians and Kerbal are both games where you build your own spaceships and then you, you fly them around. Kerbal is extremely realistic. Uh, Imperian is a lot more sci-fi, but I love the idea of building stuff that you use in the game. And it doesn't even have to be spaceships. Um, you know, that there's, um, there are other games that let you you're building your uh, podcast rig and you're selling it virtual well i don't know about do you want is a, a game that seems a, an awful lot like reality to me yeah do you want to be a starfield podcaster you have to buy a podcast rig first yeah yeah exactly uh but there's a game called Crossout um that lets you the setting is a mad max kind of future world with you know for some reason, plenty of gasoline, but uh, not much of anything else. And so you in that game build your car from scratch. And it's a Bad Max style car with lots of weapons. And then you pit your car against other cars. And it sounds interesting. Yeah, it's a pretty fun game. You haven't been playing enough. You've it. been working too hard. You got to get back into the game. I have been working a lot more recently, so that's why I'm not like I don't have all these breaking news stories coming in with. Well, this is not a breaking news podcast. No, it's more of a Seinfeld of podcasting. It's just Gene and I getting together once a week, which is really all we can stand each other and talking and finding out what's going on. It's not a news show. It's not, I was going to say it's not a video game show, but sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. Occasionally. Oh, uh, have you taken any supplements? We haven't mentioned health. I mean, the, the bingo <laughs> cards are going to be like, oh. Oh, shoot. Yeah. People aren't getting help. I, nothing new. Nothing new. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just, you know, staying the course on my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty boring. So no bingo card on health product. There are no recommendations for a supplement Mm-mm. this time. No, there's no, there was some grocery ordering, but you didn't talk about it much except for your uh, free sushi not being available. And yeah. That yeah. is really first world problems, Gene. I know. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's annoying when you, this free sushi is not available. Ryan Bemero says every new game Gene gets addicted to. I played over dial up in the 1990s. 
<laughs> Which one's he referring to? I don't know. You you can't no. take him seriously unless he's on Grumpy Old Ben's. That's where he brings uh, his A game. How? Okay. All those BBS games. But now they're with better graphics. That's the one thing. Yeah. The concept exactly. of a lot of these games is exactly the same as they used to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Concepts. Sure. Those have existed. But you have to use this thing called imagination, which doesn't exist anymore. He's right. He says trade wars, Yankee trader and Carmageddon. Oh, Carmageddon. I remember that. Yep. Not quite the same thing, but I, I see what you mean. And uh, I have no name says Star Citizen was pre-alpha in the 1990s. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's 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 still alpha today. Yeah. Well, you don't get. So, you yeah. Don't- and I didn't even mention Star Citizen because there's not a whole lot to mention there because we're in the perpetual waiting period for the next patch, which isn't going to have nearly as much stuff as they keep promising because things aren't ready. So this whole year is going to be fairly minor in terms of star citizen i think uh but here i'll talk about but stay tuned to i just got a message about my food let's see For they're all on the move citizen. oh they're on the move they're, they're, they're on their way be here in six minutes so oh. i may have to drop off the air you gotta well yeah you gotta get your food man yeah how's that for timing that is the perfect timing this is because we here at the unrelenting podcast are professional podcasters we take our job seriously yeah and that's why you should listen so hopefully join us next week same unrelenting time same unrelenting channel find out unless we move the show so darren can do everything in right one week one day find out will gene's food arrive what video game will he be playing will his snake finally turn on him find out Often I'm pelted with free sushi.